हे गाइस वेलकम टू एपिसोड नंबर फाइव यू आर लिसनिंग टू एंगेज कास्ट अ पॉडकास्ट अबाउट रिवेटिंग ग्रोथ स्टोरीज एज यू नो बाय नाउ वी आर ऑन अ क्वेस्ट टू मेजर द इम्पैक्ट ऑफ कोविड नाइन्टीन ऑन अ बिलवेड बी टू सी ब्रांड्स एंड हाउ आर दे क्रूजिंग थ्रू इट इन टूडेज एपिसोड प्रियम विल बी स्पीकिंग विथ रामलिंगम सुब्रमण्यम ऑफ कॉइन डी सी एक्स अ क्रिप्टो करेंसी एक्सचेंज बेस्ड इन इंडिया Ramalingam has the brand and communication globally for Coin DCX. After a much controversial lawsuit, crypto exchanges recently received a green signal from the Supreme Court of India. But the unfortunate pandemic might have delayed the scaling expectations of the crypto startups. So let's jump into the conversation and find out what Coin DCX is doing in these times. Hi Ramalingam. Welcome to another episode of Engage Cast. Thank you so much for doing this, and uh, it is really uh, good to have you with us. No, it must have been a busy week for you, but uh, once again, really excited to have you, and uh, we would love to have a little chat about the impact of COVID and the stuff that you guys are doing right now. Thank you, thank you, Priyam. Uh, it's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, uh, when you had discussed about this uh, a couple of weeks back, I thought this is a, this is a good initiative that you guys are. focusing on and I'm, i'm very happy that i'm part of it fantastic fantastic so very quickly ramlingam i'll uh, ask you to give a quick introduction about yourself uh, about your brand and the cool stuff that you do for coin dcx sure uh, i head marketing uh, specifically at coin dcx uh, i've had past experience working with some popular fmcg brands like okola and sipla and i've had also some experience running my own company right so that's that's the thing about me about our brand uh, or about the company that i represent coin dcx coin dcx is india's largest and uh, uh, and safest uh, cryptocurrency exchange this is a place where you can uh, come and purchase your first bitcoin right and we have been in business since almost now 2 years um, we have got great partners uh, from a liquidity perspective we have got the largest liquidity pool in india and uh, just just a recent update we have got uh, we just raised our uh, series uh, right and uh, fantastic congratulations on that thank you so much uh, the additional thing that happened is uh, so in our industry there was the supreme court uh, that played a key role post which uh, we have seen a growth of like 50000 users post in, in just a month or so that's the kind of growth we are seeing uh, currently and that's that's the kind of business we are into brilliant brilliant <clears throat> that was a bit of a surprise but a great surprise uh, most definitely that is something to be very happy about raising a round of funding that too in such times i think it's commendable uh, congratulations once again thank you so uh, i'd like to start off our conversation and of course i'd like to uh, enter in uh, the agenda uh, right off the bat covid-19 has uh, has had a massive impact on businesses and individuals around the world and uh, truly a global pandemic uh, which has been a one of a kind situation never before has the entire world been suffering at the same time because of the same thing and uh, for obvious reasons it has had uh, it has had of course negative some in some cases positive impact on businesses right. now for you how has covid impacted you as a professional and of course uh, your brand and the industry in which you operate sure so uh, 
just just to give you some more context right uh, before uh, march 3rd or march 4th right when the supreme court ruling came in favor of uh, companies like us right? uh, before that there was a lot of confusion in the indian markets around the validity of trading in cryptocurrencies right people were not very sure they were they have got they got a lot of uh, misleading uh, news articles and stuff which uh, which which kept people away from the overall uh, uh, overall business or overall industry per se right um, so we were one of the petitioners who were in the court uh, trying to get a legal solution to this and once we got this uh, legal clarity from supreme court um, this, this was an amazing time for us right um, the markets in india opened up there were not just uh, us as businesses even competition even uh, global industries wanted to enter india and global companies wanted to enter india and a lot of activity was happening around that front and around the same time right like a couple of weeks down we had this entire lockdown covid thing and things happening around right uh, so yes it did give us a big big impact right it was the most important time for business right in in almost two years we were having one of the best times uh, but then covid did come in how it impacted business per se right um, we are a completely digital business very limited physical touch points but one of the most important touch points that we had was kyc for example right uh, we still need to do a kyc with our customers we are a financial business after all right and that became a bit tricky during this period right although we do kycs digitally and everything is online but we still need people to process this and this is where it started impacting us as a business um, so in, in an ideal scenario when you have a, such a big upswing you may you will immediately look at hiring more people hiring more contract employees outsourcing this job right these things were uh, out of questions right because of the uh, covid 19 thing people could not turn up to to, to office uh, uh, onboarding uh, or increasing uh, resources or uh, was becoming a bit more tricky mm-hmm. in the me- in the same time we also need to take care of our employees right we have to take care of our teams their safety is paramount and as a young organization we had people across from across the country um, working with us and it was very important for us to ensure uh, if and when uh, a lockdown or something like this happens we have some way of taking care of them is it's a it's a young company young boys and girls working they they might find it difficult to go through this lockdown phase right, right. managing their house managing their uh, work right so these were the points that we had in mind uh, and as an organization i i felt very proud that we were uh, uh, we were very proactive in this um, we did a dry run of a lockdown ourselves right two weeks uh, uh, almost 10 days before the actual lockdown came into place we did a dry run saying that let's what will happen if the lockdown does come and that kind of visionary planning was something that helped us right today uh, none of my uh, uh, team members is stuck right any like they are not stuck in a place where they cannot do anything most of them got their opportunity to go back home uh, work from their uh, home locations we had things planned out in advance uh, so there was a hiccup right uh, at the start with a boom for for the industry we also this that boom itself we were not able to capture it fully mm-hmm. uh, however if you look at it from a industry perspective as the industry slowed down or 
is it affecting our business altogether i wouldn't say that, that is what i wouldn't say that it is happening however the growth i would say in the business is something that is uh, not as expected right we we could we can grow much faster than what we are um, uh, what we are getting to do today for example uh, if i have to uh, do an event right for the growth uh, perspective that is out of question i cannot do advertisements i can't do sponsorships right i'm talking purely from a marketing perspective things have gone online right and i i, I being a, a b2c business right i would i would love everyone to come online but that's not the case there is nothing that says that uh, if you are not uh, able to attend a webinar you are not my customer so so these are the challenges uh, fortunately the overall business has not started slowing down right uh, there are still positive uh, indicators for the business however uh, we would i personally feel that we will we are not able to uh, capitalize on the opportunity that we got post the supreme court uh, ruling so that right. is something that is an impact if i have to put it awesome awesome I, i'll i'll ask a follow up question to uh, the fact that you guys haven't you feel that you haven't been able to capitalize on the supreme court ruling but before i get to that i had uh, of course asked you about uh, your 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 job profile you mm-hmm. think your job profile as a, as a, a brand leader do you think your job profile has been affected uh, comparatively in the past before covid when your traditional marketing strategy was still considered to be effective but now things are so different and uh, do you think that has basically brought about a change in the way you look at branding now especially for your brand uh not exactly see uh i i am of a firm uh, i have a firm belief that uh, brand or branding is independent of the channel right uh, it's it's a concept it's a benefit right that i i talk about people uh perceive a certain benefits that they achieve uh, that they can uh, extract out of a particular brand and that is why they believe in it right uh so that is where uh, a 100 year old brand has survived and thrived irrespective of mediums right like for example coca cola right it 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 existed 100 years back when half of the mediums available today weren't existing right so mediums are just going to help you gain more uh, uh, reach that things but as a brand it doesn't get affected uh, specific to my role or specific to the the role of brand right of a brand leader uh, i think this this is an this is a unique opportunity for people right to to uh, to reimagine the role right and to understand go back to the basics right and understand what uh, what in what way you can uh, utilize your skill sets Uh, with the limited uh, opportunities you have how do you maximize each limited opportunity right it's it's, a, it's more of a strategic uh, call right rather than just running behind a specific target mm-hmm. so from that perspective yes uh, it is important and secondly is the role important for organizations yes it, today it is more than like more important uh, primarily because of uh, because of the lack of uh, mediums available or probably the uh, the dip in the reach available right that much more important to be on top of the mind right, right. and uh, we don't want to go into the adage of out of sight out of mind so mm-hmm. we have to be smart enough to be still present wait for the day when things do get better and that's mm-hmm. the hope which the world is mm-hmm. and to 
prepare for that day and this is again a good time to prepare again a good time to plan but i i do believe that the role uh, or the, the the function has a lot more importance today right uh, and if if you look at it from a particular the, from the correct uh, angle right uh, i think there's a lot of opportunities there brilliant um, i'm glad you brought that perspective i have another question which i'll ask you probably uh, further down the line uh, but before that i wanted to just link in to the question that the point that you made about supreme court ruling happening uh, precariously close to the lockdown and it must have uh, of course uh, been a great source of joy for you guys to win that uh, uh, in your favor and be hit by a pandemic of global proportions immediately afterwards so one thing that of course it has done is uh, there's a lot of negative sentiment in the market because the economies the world over are tanking and uh, liquidity is of course vanishing it's dying people are holding their money because of so many uncertainties that are involved right nobody really knows what's going to happen 6 months down the line i we have seen reports of mutual funds tanking and some of them have vanished entirely you uh, couple of years old 3 years old mutual funds with so much of uh, market value uh, passive capitalization just wiped off right now of course that has been uh, due to covid has that impacted the cryptocurrency game as well or you guys are still better off in comparison okay so i'll put it in two points like two uh, uh, ways right uh, first point about uh, cryptocurrencies right as uh, specific to india cryptocurrencies have or the industry itself has seen a very uh, tough time right sure beyond, beyond the pandemic itself right sure. we had to reinvent we had to we had to fight our way through uh so in a sense the industry and the the loyal customer base and the community that we have is uh, attuned to all these things right uh, and they are prepared for such an eventuality okay cryptocurrency in itself was born out of uh, a recessionary trend right uh, it was born around in the 2008 2009 recession right and the whole concept came about during that time about uh, ownership of money right who owns your who owns the money it is kept in banks it is kept with mutual funds it is kept with various assets asset managers but who actually owns your money mm-hmm. and how do i uh, uh, get back the ownership of uh, the value that i store in in each cash or in each uh, uh, financial instrument uh, so cryptocurrency came out of this thought and this thought is even valid today right uh, that's where uh, cryptocurrency seems to be a bit uncorrelated with the uh, uh, With the pandemic, right? Uh, there has been a lot of uh, uh, uptrends uh, that is there. Like for example, the stock markets saw a, a fabulous week, I would say, in the in the last week or so in India, right? Uh, but on a similar times, uh, similar lines, uh, crypto saw a fabulous week. But it was not related to what's happening in the uh, in the industry, right? In the in the government or in the country, right? Uh, so. It, it has been largely uncorrelated also because of the number of people involved today uh, it's less than a percent in india who are into crypto right uh, that itself uh, also showcases like why we are so uh, so detached from the overall economy so when you say i'm sorry to interrupt you but when you say less than a percent you mean the entire population of india is that what you're talking about yeah yeah the population of india a percent or so or even hardly a percent or so is in crypto 
and that is also a reason why it has remained largely uncorrelated. Uh, but the fundamentals of it also keep it uncorrelated because it is about ownership of money, right? Um, irrespective of which asset class. So crypto in itself has its own assets, right? Uh, we have uh, SIPs, we have mutual funds, we have uh, all sorts of financial instruments that is available in a traditional world is also available in a crypto world, right? The difference being is the ownership, right? And who owns that asset and how, how will you... Uh, establish the fa uh, establish uh, the uh, non repudiation and various other aspects. That is where crypto gets an edge, and where people have always like the believers in crypto have always felt that cryptocurrencies are better alternative to the traditional systems. Uh, from a from a uh, financial perspective, right? People yes are pulling out liquidity, right? but uh, eventually they will have to invest it somewhere. Money mm -hmm. lying idle is. Uh, there's erodes in value, right? sure. so uh, which so initially when the uh, the pandemic uh, in the first initial phase of the pandemic gold purchase uh, skyrocketed. Right? Um, now that has now been moved to say stocks and stuff, which because things are moving in that direction. But a lot of money also came into crypto, and uh, I remember the prices in crypto went as beyond ten thousand dollars for a bitcoin, for example. And Bitcoin dominance was almost as high as 70-75%. So people think people uh, realize the potential. Uh, and uh, irrespective of the pandemic, yep, uh, the pandemic in a way is also. Uh, I I don't like to put it that way, but uh, over a, over a period of time, it has acted as a catalyst for us. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not the reason why people should be into crypto. But people, are, it's it's just a. a it's just an e-jerk reaction for now, but there are a lot of people who, who are coming into crypto because of the these reasons uh, would actually stay back because of the advantages that they see. And that is something that is good uh, for the industry as, as a whole. Awesome. Awesome. You have seen an uptake in acquisition post the pandemic, but unfortunately what you are saying is it's probably not for all the right reasons because of a love for crypto or a very deep understanding. It's more of a lack of trust in our traditional uh, financial system probably, which is making them invest in crypto. So that's what I have gathered now. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say the entirety is like that. Sure. There is definitely a portion of it, which is like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, crypto itself was built on that concept, right? Crypto yes. itself came as an alternative to the existing financial systems. Absolutely. Uh, and hence, uh, people who have uh, trust issues with the current financial systems logically will uh, will move to crypto, right? Uh, in terms of acquisition, right? So, owing to this kind of a, a scenario that we thought is possible, we focused a lot on. Uh, uh, on acquiring the right kind of customers, right? And our acquisition was not about uh, selling a get quick rich scheme, but mm -hmm. rather selling uh, the benefits of crypto, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, as a business, we launched a, a campaign called uh, uh, hashtag Try Crypto. Okay. Uh, we, as a business, committed uh, 100 million INR to it, saying that we would want to focus on education, we would want to focus on uh, on creation of awareness about the financial asset beyond just the money making potential of it. Yes, there is a huge potential of making uh, a lot of money, but that is not the main reason for which I will take my industry out to people. Right? Um, a lot of focus is 
on education. We ourselves have committed to open an academy for this uh, specific purpose. We have also seen um, uh, exchanges and competition actually helping us uh, and showing their support to our initiative. Because it's, it's, see, the industry is a very small industry and we are very closely knit industry. We in the past have run, uh, uh, like before the Supreme Court uh, verdict, we ourselves conducted a couple of uh, uh, cross-community uh, initiatives where we invited the exchanges, where we invited key opinion leaders, where we invited even competition from India as well as globally to come and join us, work together to find a solution because uh, it, it's we all are believers in the uh, in the, the concepts of crypto, in the concepts of, uh, of of financial independence, right? And we believe in that, and that is something that we need to communicate mm-hmm. on just the money-making ability. You can obviously make money uh, through various instruments, including crypto, uh, but there is some something beyond that, beyond just making money. That is what we want to sell. Uh, so that's where we focused a lot when we uh, created our acquisition strategy uh, post the Supreme Court uh, thing, right? We focused a lot more on education side, and um, that's where uh, we've seen a majority of our uh, majority of our uh, acquisition uh, or customers that we have acquired mm. over the last uh, forty days or so coming through an education channel, right? Brilliant. And uh, that is where uh, we we beyond just the money making thing. Right? So that is where we are uh, focusing a lot more now. Awesome, awesome. So I hope that helps you guys incre- improve the quality of the leads as well. That is something that every business uh, would want to do. Education always helps. Uh, well, of course, I think most people associate crypto with a get-rich-quick kind of a scheme. That's the kind of uh, hype uh, it has built around itself, especially because of the boom. And of course, then uh, there are some people who understand the nitty-gritties of the complex world that crypto itself uh, lies in. But apart from that, uh, I wanted to understand a couple of things when I'm glad that you helped me uh, build some context. So it's interesting to hear that you guys are seeing uh, improvement uh, or rather you guys are uh, looking at an increase in the number of conversions or sale for now on the exchange, which is which is very nice for you guys. But did you guys uh, envision some kind of, uh, I mean, or did you guys expect that this pandemic is going to last for such a long time so therefore the existing marketing strategy that we have is probably not going to be useful anymore because i am in talks with a lot of people and why i'm saying this is because so many people had uh, plans to of course do their traditional marketing strategies to acquire more build more spend a lot more and now all of that has just you know gone out of the window Nobody is allowed to spend, and the first guys that get affected are the marketing team. So, yeah. have you guys witnessed something or experienced something like that? And if you have, what is the marketing strategy that you guys are following now? So, um, yeah. So, if you if you look at it, right, um, this is the time when the marketing budgets are actually planned. Yep. April. Uh, April is the month ideally yep. when the budgets are all uh, allocated, yep. planned, and the entire year is planned. Right. Um, so uh, I wouldn't say that the budgets have dried up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so traditionally, our our industry is not focused a lot on uh, events and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? or on uh, broadcast as a medium. We are not focused a lot there. We are a pure digital uh, business, as as I pointed out in the 
in the past. Right? So our focus is a lot more in that direction and our budgets have uh, improved in that direction. Um, what has uh, changed right, uh, is, for example, uh, if you look at, uh, because you are also into brand marketing, right? if you look at uh, uh, selecting a, a brand uh, campaign, for example, uh, or a brand marketing campaign, for example, uh, my target audience is ideally uh, a male dominated uh, somewhere between 25 to 35, right? And uh, sports is a fabulous, uh, uh, fabulous uh, medium for me, right? But now that is completely out of picture. Right? Uh, so live event, live events and sports and things like that have gone out. And for me to build my brand in that direction becomes a bit of a challenge, right? So we were into plans of, uh, say, talking to certain uh, international uh, events as well, right? Like um, talk, we were in talks with, say, popular tennis events, football uh, leagues, right? Now all those things have dried up. Yep. So those those are the things that have affected. But uh, I wouldn't say overall uh, budgets have been affected. On the contrary, because of certain benefits in our industry, uh, we have actually got additional budgets because we feel that this is a very good time for us. Right? Uh, and it, this is independent of the pandemic. Right? This is a good time for us. Uh, looking at uh, India as a business, looking at the world as a business. There are a lot of things happening within the industry, like uh, popular activity of halvening is happening. Bitcoin halvening is happening uh, in, in 10 days from now. So the overall industry is on an upswing. Uh, the belief, so I'll just tell you what happened in the last six months, right? Uh, Germany, France, uh, South Korea, Japan, right? They passed laws making Bitcoin as a legal tender. There were a lot of laws that came into picture. Right? Uh, close, close to home, uh, we just had a Facebook geo deal. Right? The Facebook geo deal in itself is a very a big boost to even crypto because uh, um, the in the last AGM uh, of Reliance, right? Reliance had made an announcement that they are going to set up the world's largest blockchain network. Right. Uh, right? So. With that and with the Facebook thing coming in. So every public blockchain will have a crypto. That's the logic behind it. And with the whole system in play, we'll have a, we might have a fabulous thing coming out from Reliance itself, right? In terms of the cryptocurrencies. Uh, there has been a positive sentiment overall. Like when the, uh, a summary of discussions that came out from the interministerial board that was formed for making a law in India, from that point to the current point, there has been a stark change. Even the, the second draft and the third draft of more favorably, right? including uh, the budgetary allocations in the recent uh, announcement that was made in January. A lot of things are uh, seeing a lot of positive uh, focus. And hence, uh, India as a business for us, we do have a global business line as well. Right? And uh, overall in India, we are seeing a good opportunity. Fantastic. Uh, the, the mediums are restricted, but sure. I don't think there is a problem with the uh, budgets, at least for our industry. Awesome, awesome. So budgets are mostly uh, well uh, unchanged for you guys, which is which is great news. I think fantastic. Uh, of course, channels uh, reachability has been affected most definitely. This might attract a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it might come as a shock to a lot of people, but hey, <laughs> every day you learn something new. That's, that's, a, that's really good news for you guys, most definitely. I think uh, since you guys also strongly believe that it's a great time for crypto in India, 
so uh, you guys are happy with that information so has that affected your engagement strategy as well is there something you guys are doing on the engagement front to probably do more uh, get people to engage more with the product and invest yeah so uh, see as, as a business we are a very strong community driven business right my biggest channel would be my community right uh, because uh, most of my mediums right um, there is a lot of restriction there as well like for example twitter or google does not allow us to uh, even still right to allow us to do advertising right? oh. uh, and this is something which is across the globe so it, it becomes a bit difficult we have seen uh, um, uh, various comp exchanges or competition trying various smart ways we have tried a few smart ways on uh, twitter and google our, ourselves but uh, the strongest medium for us is the community and is the product and hence keeping them engaged has been something that is is paramount for us irrespective of uh, irrespective of covid or not mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and we because we are such a uh, as I, I would say right like it's a percent less than a percentage in, in the uh, from a uh, users point of view right so it it is paramount for me to add additional 1% i it cannot be done without the help of my community right and hence community engagement activities are for sure an important aspect uh, closer to the industry what we are right now working on is getting more and more uh, cryptocurrencies available in india so uh, a couple of weeks back we uh, introduced a new token called mco right uh, and just a week back we were, we introduced another second token called cro right and th- this was uh, the news we did a lot of ams with our uh, with our community introducing these new tokens opening up new markets so we are in the process of say focusing on adding new new tokens in new inr markets say in every 15 days uh, with, with the focus saying that we give more and more opportunities to our uh, to our community uh, to trade to invest uh to experience the the global uh, uh tokens that are available bringing them to india uh there's a lot of focus there a lot of uh, energy spent on that direction so that people are engaged we we conduct regular trading competitions right whenever we list a token and things like that we have conduct competitions we conduct uh, various activities to ensure that uh, there is a lot of activity that is happening and uh, eventually uh, there is there is uh, people uh, currently in the community are seekers of knowledge for now right and we ensure that they get the right education right uh, uh, because see what has happened is uh, in the last two years right before the the banking ban came in and what has happened uh, so before the banking ban came in there was a there was one important reason why the banking ban came in was about uh, the the reasons of scams right so crypto was not in a not uh, spoken in a very positive sense right two years back so once we have got this clear legal uh, uh, clarity i i or uh, coin dsex as a business don't want people to get back into those those times right and hence it is very important for us to keep the uh, communication open and hence we are focusing a lot on engagement uh, per se uh, but as as a business if you look at the funnel more on the awareness side of it uh, 
more on uh, utility side of it rather than uh, uh, pushing for sales. That's how I'm looking at engagement. Brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, Ramlingam, I'll ask you one question about consumer behavior, something which has been one of the favorite topics for me personally. There have been certain changes. People are a little afraid to spend money now, mostly because of doomsday feelings that they have, uh, quite rightfully so, because as we know, again, the lockdown has been extended and we don't really know when it's really going to be back to normal. People are afraid to invest traditional instruments and they probably feel that money better off uh, at my bank. I don't really want to play the market right now. Maybe the same for crypto as well. They might say, you know what, I'll just probably wait for a certain time. Is there a contingency plan for something like this, an eventuality like this where liquidity just ends up drying entirely? How, how do you affect consumer behavior? How do you influence it positively to start to bring things back to normal? So, uh, see, what, what, what has happened is, uh, if I look at the overall financial market, right, uh, from, a, from a macro angle, right, yes, people are holding money right now and uh, they are afraid to take certain decisions, right? But people are also looking at uh, this as a time for uh, them to uh, try to figure out what new things they can uh, do and figure out where else can they invest. Right? Anyone who's playing the financial market clearly understands like money in the bank is value getting eroded. Right? So they are focusing on trying small experiments. Right? So as a, as a consumer behavior change, if you want to ask what has happened in the crypto industry, we have seen a lot of, uh, wallets being created. When I say wallets, uh, basically there are accounts, right? So a lot of accounts created with us, but with smaller denominations. So the overall holding has gone down, right? Uh, but the number of wallets have grown up. So that is something that I feel that people are trying to do. Okay, They are trying to take smaller bets. Now in this journey, cryptocurrency faces a lot of uh, additional challenges beyond people uh, committing money, they also have challenge of uh, explaining the technology or explaining the market per se. Right? Mm -hmm. So we, we expect that people will not come in with the with their large portfolio. And uh, as, a, as a campaign, we ourselves are talking about 1%. Right? Why don't you diversify 1% of your portfolio in crypto? Right? This is something that we are talking to people. Right? How do you start your journey in crypto? And uh, what we have realized through our user research is uh, once people start seeing the portfolio changes, once people start seeing the uh, benefits uh, and they start seeing, so people are not really worried about the positive uh, or the losses that they are making. They're more worried about understanding the system and trying to crack it. Right? And that's, that's a classical uh, male behavior right? and which is their part of a, a trading market. Uh, 40 days has been, uh, or 40, 45 days now has been a remarkable uh, break. However, I feel that people are reaching to go. Right. Even in even during recessionary times in the past, yes, like there was a liquidity crunch, but then there were opportunities. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in a, in a previous discussion with someone else, I had highlighted this point like WhatsApp, Instagram. These are the things that 
actually are products of the previous recession. Right? They, they, they were uh, founded during that time and they, they grew during that time uh, because, and they did attract capital. Sure. It's not about uh, uh, what will happen today is the ease, the ease at which the capital is available becomes restricted, but uh, eventually people will have to uh, start uh, investing and they would then be looking at places which are safer, places which give them better returns, places which have a, a smaller lock-in period, for example. These are the uh, things that people are looking out for and uh, that is where we are seeing traction because uh, crypto gives, say, for example, we provide a seven-day lock-in period for any investment asset right? and we provide uh, as high as 12% returns on some of our assets with say uh, with with a complete uh, guarantee of your funds like we we have to, we are focusing on that as an aspect so that's where we are seeing attraction and um, if we understand the problems that the users are facing right, uh, we'll be better able to address them and that is where i feel uh, uh, crypto is providing an alternative uh, irrespective of our it's not about just our business, it's across the industry, across the board. We have seen uh, some of our uh, competition also attracting good, uh, uh, good business. Right? Uh, primarily because of, um, uh, because if any business can understand the problem, uh, they will be able to easily uh, resolve it. It's, and it, this is all about being sensitive to what's on the ground. Right? And Personally, I feel this COVID-19 thing is something which is a much more simpler solution. I would put it this way because everyone's affected. It's, it's not that the customer is something, someone who is different from me. I'm also this, going through the same challenges. So it's, it's easier for me to understand what my customer is facing compared to say a non, uh, where I really don't know what my customer is going through. So that is uh, in a way an advantage of the overall situation. Superb, superb. I really like that uh, last comparative example that you made most definitely. I think uh, most of us, most brands have started to look uh, through that lens because everybody is in this together. And uh, I, I can't really say, uh, I can't really remember the number of times I've heard that line from brands, but it's true. So the next question, which uh, is somewhat related, I'm going to post to you as a fellow marketer. Mm-hmm. Most brands today are, of course, trying to understand or rather trying to crack the problem of uh, connecting with the user, right? Uh, the strategy that they had earlier, of course, pre-COVID was very different and COVID changed uh, the landscape and it flattened the landscape in many ways. What do you think is the best engagement strategy right now for consumer brands, digital consumer brands out there? Okay. Uh, so what, has, what I realized is uh, the customers have actually come closer. Right. Uh, this is what I have felt. The customers have also started uh, having a sense of appreciation uh, of what work people are doing. For example, right. Uh, right. at the start of the lockdown, right, there were a lot of complaints in our in our support side right, where people did not get it the way it wanted. They, they expected it to happen. Right? There was a period of time, a couple of days, where we had this challenge like business was not as usual right? and uh, suddenly my users were getting uh, worried like what's what's going on 
but then uh, as soon as they started seeing the effect on themselves and their work right, uh, they also started uh, commenting talking about it so um, as a business we we run say for example we have our own uh, community channels uh, like we have our telegram channels and stuff where our community is set up what we start uh, saw a change was from complaints there were a lot of people also uh, fighting for us in the sense uh, they were saying are this is the problem this is what's the problem in uh, mumbai so the lockdown in mumbai was uh, a few days in advance before uh, the national lockdown came in, right so people started realizing that they they realized that they are part of it right? it's not just the brand saying like it's even the people saying that they are all in it together so that is one thing that uh, we understood um, but the other bit that as a strategy that we focused on is uh, is being a bit compassionate right so trading is as a business right that you are you will if you make a mistake you might lose a lot right and you so there is an opportunity to gain a lot of money there is an opportunity to lose a lot of money right and uh, there could be a mistake that someone has done there could be a mistake because for example internet issues right they, these are common right uh, or accessing their own funds okay so we felt that as a as an engagement strategy or as a as a strategy for our customers we should be a bit more compassionate we should be a bit more forgiving right uh, in a traditional sense if someone makes a mistake then there would be uh, there would be a policy for compensation we decided to have a, a different compensation policy right uh, we had a limit of having a non kyc transactions up to 5000 rupees right okay. and at 5000 you can do a non kyc transactions now uh, we realized that this would become a challenge during this period so we increased that limit to 10000 rupees so people without kyc can do a transaction up to 10000 so this is a decision that we took because it's a challenge right it's not that it's easy right we in during this period uh, we focused on instant withdrawals right we focused on um, uh zero fees right so what we did was uh currently uh, there is no no one else in the competition that is providing zero withdrawal uh, or zero deposit fee right uh what we did was we not only made it instant we also made it uh, zero so that whenever someone is doing a transaction when they get their money back they don't have to lose out on some portion and yes there is a effect on our business pnl but that is something that like for example where do the my marketing budgets go that's where it goes right? and i'm happy to spend it in that direction right? i'm okay to take a hit in my marketing budgets if i get that kind of value out to my customers true true so we gave we started doing much more competitions right we started to have have lot many awards or lot many prizes uh, so instead of doing a trading competition with 20 prizes now we are doing it with 50 prizes instead of so instead of having few winners we are having a large quant uh, amount of winners so that the prizes get distributed people have also have get a, get a good chance to participate right and everyone wins something mm-hmm. uh, additionally we focused a lot on uh, incentivizing uh, uh, so we ran a, a referral program right where we incentivize people to join the uh, join the movement as so, as well as get rewarded for being part of the movement so various activities around this uh, front what we have also started to do over the period is focusing a lot on uh, so 
there is something called an airdrop and a giveaway concept that is there in cryptos. Right? So we have focused a lot more there. Uh, we have tried to uh, reduce overall cost of business. We tried to reduce the friction points. Again, we find this is to be a good time to improve the overall uh, processes. Right? We consciously went ahead and uh, we uh, are working on a lot of things like uh, automated KYC, for example. It's under testing right now, but there is something that we are working on. Right? We are working on uh, uh, get so we, we got ourselves ISO certified. So there is a conscious decision to go ahead and do that. Like there is no there is no requirement. There is no there is no precedent in the industry. But we said like let us get it, get ourselves third party certified so that we are very clear that my process does not add a layer of cost. So these are the uh, elements that small, small places that we have touched to ensure the overall uh, uh, cost to run or cost to be part of the uh, business does not affect the customers so much. Because again, um, my customers could be real big uh, HNIs to say a, a small, uh, uh, a small uh, trader. Right? I don't want them to be affected. Uh, also because currently they are not able to trade in other markets or they are not able to fly on their existing trade. This is a good source of money where, uh, or a good source where they are coming and probably earning some amount of money. So with all these focus in mind, we improved our overall strategies. Brilliant, brilliant. That was super comprehensive. Fantastic. So a few of those things I think most definitely are going to help you build that trust that you really want, especially in your industry. And of course, that will uh, play a ra large role in the whole overall CX. Yeah. My next question is, of course, uh, related to a few of the points that you mentioned. It's about retention. And yeah. at this point of time, where certain brands are struggling to influence the second, the third, the fourth purchase, what, what is that one critical factor that marketers and brands need to focus on that can really improve the user retention rate. Okay. Uh, so I, so right now the market is very skewed, right? There is, um, so I, I was just observing a few days back, right? That customers are talking to a certain set of people, certain uh, businesses, right? Where those businesses don't have to focus on retention, where the customers are going and telling, like for example, the, the simple grocery guy. Right. I have seen customers going and saying, like, keep this side aside for me so that, or let me notify me when uh, my particular good or uh, my particular requirement is fulfilled. Right. So there are these industries who have now attracted a lot of capital. And then there are these industries which are losing the, uh, these, the amounts of, uh, or the customers uh, wallet share. Right. Uh, what, what I, Personally, feel from an overall macroeconomic view is uh, this. I was discussing with uh, some of my colleagues from JVMs, right? My one of my classmates, and I was talking about this whole concept being like a pinch. So the, the, there is a flow of capital and the flow of business, right? And there there is a pinch, and right now it is uh, this COVID nineteen has pinched the overall flow. But once it opens up, right, there will be a burst. And there will be a outflow and businesses need to prepare for that day. So uh, from uh, influencing the second purchase, I would rather focus on influencing uh, top of the mind recall as a, as a business. Mm -hmm. uh, ensuring when the pinch gets, 
removed, we should have the customer running back to us. Because uh, unless there is a demand, right, you don't have a right to be in business in any case. Right? You are in business because there is a demand. Right? And that demand is going to come back. It's not that it's, it's disappeared. That demand is going to come back and you'll have to wait for it. Okay. Uh, but what can you do as a, as a marketeer is when that demand does come back, they come back to you. So engaging from that perspective, right, being on top of the mind, helping people out is something that a brand should focus on or a, or a business should focus on for at this point if they are not able to attract sales. And uh, this is where uh, businesses have to be smart. Businesses have to understand uh, what their customers are going through and accordingly uh, come up with uh, whatever way in which they can contribute. Uh, retention will happen if the customer believes that even during this tough period, this particular brand helped me out with my requirements. And uh, that is many, many successful brands are doing it right now. Uh, but I think that is the right way if sales cannot be pushed. Fair, fair. I think uh, I completely agree with your points. First of all, I think once some brands uh, solve the problem of uh, survival, I think uh, certain industries like to travel which has been one of the worst hit i think this whole uh, everything that you've just outlined definitely falls true for travel industry most definitely few others as well yeah. uh, great point all all great points that you mentioned now right at the beginning of our conversation you had mentioned that this is probably the best time to continue branding to build the brand right uh, branding has always been uh, capital intensive that's the place where brands put in the money so that it's uh, it's, it's always seen as a long term kind of uh, an activity which is fair and brands are of course not built overnight right now a lot of brands are thinking differently they want to of course uh, counter the whole pandemic situation so that their survival is elongated as much as possible right but there are some that like like uh, people like you as well who have made all great points like branding is very important right now so that we are uh, able to service that that need once it comes back on what is it that brands can do right now to continue branding in the right way so that it really connects with people right now is there a crisis marketing playbook in place with respect to branding uh, so this is my belief, right? Uh, if you, uh, a brand gets built irrespective of what you do, right? Uh, so it's always good to take control. Right? Yes, brand can branding as an activity can be capital intensive, uh, depending on the, uh, the mediums that you are selecting. Right? Uh, so, concept-wise, the building a brand is more of a behavioral change, more of a, uh, uh, more of a uh, change in which in which you are deciding as a strategy for the business right uh, then the next part is uh, setting up those kind of associations taking it out to public uh, the mo what has also happened during this period is the the traditionally the expensive mediums are out of question so if i look at it from a, a business perspective yes the expensive mediums are out and the more uh, direct mediums are uh, are available. Right? Every business then talks about when talks about building a brand is talk about talks about building a moat. Right? This is the right time when you invest in building a, a stronger moat right? and building uh, focusing and investing in that direction. Uh, 
if if i want to call a playbook now i would focus more on connecting with my people and uh, focusing more on uh, uh, why they should be still uh, uh, in touch with the brand irrespective of whether they get the product or not communication uh, with the customer is an important aspect and today it is possible to have communication because uh, because of the overall pandemic situation the uh, attention span has actually increased because people have more time available to focus on stuff. So in that sense, uh, connecting with people becomes a, an important aspect. Like We'll have to come up with new ways of connecting with people. And that right. is spirit. Right? Like, for example, uh, it's not related, but uh, I'm a fan of cricket. Right? And the, in the entire thing that happened with the Australian cricket team right? uh, regarding the ball tampering and various other issues. So they came up with a, uh, I think, a four-part or a six-part series on uh, Amazon Prime, yep. where they explain about what happened, what went behind the behind right. the scenes, and how they resurrected something. And I think a couple of days back, or I think yesterday, uh, Australia was the number one test ranking team. Mm-hmm. So within almost one and a half, two years, they got back where they were, and that is the that is the crisis example. Right? What went wrong? They focused on it, and they came back. Uh, but as a as a now bring, bringing the story out is branding, right? So focus. So why did the Australian uh, cricket board focus on creating such a uh, a video series? Was on connecting with people uh, at this point in time, right? When they they are not able to actually showcase their uh, product, like cricket is not we are not able to consume cricket. So they such a video series helps. Uh, and it helps me stay connected. There is right. another exactly. uh, series that has come out in Netflix about the overall cricket business. So I think this is sponsored by ICC themselves. And they are trying to explain what's happening in cricket. Right? And uh, they find that uh, this is a good opportunity to reach out to a newer uh, newer set segment of audience where they can actually showcase what's the, what the business is about. Uh, or what the sport is all about and how, how they can, uh, how others can be attracted. So this particular series has been created for Netflix uh, and is targeted in US, right? Where there is the traditionally the market is smaller. So uh, content through education, okay, through being in touch with people coming out with uh, smarter ways of doing it. So the film industry did us something similar, right? There was this small video that circulated on WhatsApp about uh, various actors coming through. Right, right. To Rajnikan, to everyone. This is a smart way of keeping in the in the minds of people, right? Or else if I don't watch a movie, right? Because the Netflix because of Netflix and stuff like that, we are in connect. But this also helps me stay in touch. Right? Uh, it's the approach that people should uh, take. Right? They may not be able to sell their product, but they can at least sell the benefits or sell the reasons why someone should still be connected. Definitely, definitely. It's the essence at the end of the day that really stays with people. I really love the examples that you should points most definitely. Especially the acting example where show, where show the, pro, the prowess, what they really have. Of course, they can't act in movies right now. But uh, it was a great way. It was a complete DIY video as well from what I understand. All of them yeah. did it at home and it was called great editing. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, last couple of questions, uh, Ramlingam, if I had to ask you to list down your top three priorities with respect to 
marketing engagement and communications what would your advice be sure uh, so the topmost thing is about uh, education and awareness right and when i say education uh, it is about educating the about the industry as well as educating about your own brand this is the right time when you can uh, uh, focus on uh, creating that kind of awareness around your business around your brand uh, and uh, create that kind of a recall with your customers right? why they should they mm-hmm. why did they choose you in the first place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. second is about uh, uh, this is a good time when people start focusing on building their own communities if they are not uh, focused if they are not gone in that direction by building your own communities engaging in say uh, other communities for example uh, one thing that i have seen right, uh, particularly b2b companies right, have started engaging uh, and connecting with uh, uh, with a lot of other uh, businesses right talking to their customers clients uh, conducting panel discussions and trying to solve problems right it's a good time to build that kind of a, a connection at this point in time and uh, the last thing is is being this is the time to be i know uh, it it is it is a liquidity crunch everywhere but it is a good time as a business to fo- focus on being a cockroach right <laughs> so this is a good time to uh, be very wise uh, be very strategic in your uh, plans and uh, accordingly build your uh, build your business and take it through this tough time awesome awesome and this brings me to the very last question which is my favorite uh, considering i'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to sci-fi movies and i feel that we are in a sci-fi movie of our own all of us are living it literally every day and what 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 are your thoughts on work from home as a definite future for us are we headed towards a work from home reality uh yep yeah, so so i always felt that uh, i would enjoy work from home right? uh, i always felt that uh, it is it is something that um, i believed that i was a very introvert kind of a guy and i felt it, it would be a great time to just on your own and uh, uh, uh unfortunately that's not how the entire team works if it's an entire work from home for everyone right? i have seen this across not just my organization but across various organizations um, that people tend to work a lot more during this period and one of the thoughts that work from home would actually improve work life balance i feel during this period in time i have seen that work life balance has actually worsened rather than that's true that's true uh so from that perspective yes a new cultural change is required the way in which we are looking at work from home today may not be the right solution Uh, however businesses feel that this is a good opportunity right, to actually test things out so uh, this is a growth experiment if i would like to put it that way right this is an experiment that we are doing uh, we are getting an opportunity to be in, in a way forced to do this experiment um, my my uh, ceo actually had written a, a small post about it on linkedin right and that thing be uh, and work from home be actually true there are a lot of advantages for a business right uh, but my my if i talk to my team right everyone is itching to get back right? they are all saying that let's get back and probably because we are marketers right? so marketers don't like to uh, like for an engineer or for someone in the tech side of thing perhaps this is fabulous right yeah um, sure 
But uh, see, what is happening is a uh, lot of time is spent on uh, meetings. Right. So any any process management uh, guru would obviously talk about how to reduce meetings, and unfortunately, work from home has increased that. True. It would have been uh, like a couple of questions, just going to the next guy and asking a few questions, and that's it. Uh, if it was uh, in the office, but now it becomes a scheduled call of fifteen minutes, or right, and that is where it's starting to actually exceed. Plus, uh, infrastructure I feel is still uh, not not that great. Uh, perhaps uh, like if beyond the lockdown, we can focus a bit more on the infra bit, like. If today the internet goes down, uh, there are very limited options because of the lockdown right? uh, of repair or finding an alternative. Right. But, uh, post the lockdown, yes, I feel that there will be a lot of investment in that direction. Um, the 5G network that we are about to enter into will also help us a lot. But a lot of focus would be on behavioral change. And I feel that that is something that the com- company should start in- investing in. Maybe... Uh, so I have worked in businesses in the past where the entire thing, like when I started my own business, it was a complete remote thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I had my team working from four different locations across the world. Mm-hmm. Right? And we found that to be the most effective way of getting things done. Mm-hmm. But as, as you grow in your business, I think that will become a bit more challenging. Um, but the, if I go by the recent news, like TCS made a news that you want to push 75% of their business now. If TCS can think of it, I think smaller business can. Definitely. It requires a lot of lot of behavioral change, a lot of uh, effort from uh, various people. Um, and I definitely feel we need to bump up the infrastructure a bit more for things to uh, happen the way we would like it. Awesome, awesome. That's all from me. Uh, thank you so much, Ramlingam, for your candidness, the way you answered some of the questions. I loved a few of your examples and insights. We are going to be uh, 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 doing a mega, this was supposed to be a 20-minute episode and it's become a one-hour episode. But uh, so much of information. Thanks a lot, Ramlingam, once again for your time. Thank you, Priyam. Thank you so much for having me. That's all for today's episode. We will be back again on Thursday with Vibhu Bhushan of GradeUp, a rising edtech platform in India. Till then, stay home, stay safe and take care of yourselves. See you soon.